Welcome to the Performance Improvement Podcast. This is your host, Ella McGee. I'm a doctor of education who specializes in helping individuals and adult learners live to your full potential. Ready for today's episode? Let's go. Hello there. You guys know how I'm always talking about AI, artificial intelligence. If you listen to any of my messages, you've heard me talk about this important topic many times. So even as I prepare today's message, AI is racing ahead at lightning speed. And our livelihoods are at stake. So listen up, folks. We have AI systems in our smart homes. We have it in our smart home devices. You know, those devices that we yell out commands to and it'll turn on music, for instance. Okay? We have AI on the streets in the form of self-driving cars. It's behind counters scanning our retail and food items. It's everywhere. Another AI system is out there that can spit out results to our inquiries in a few seconds. This system can serve as your personal tutor. It can teach you about everything from the Pythagorean theory to how to use Excel in a better way. And it can do all of this for free. Well, at least right now. Eventually, they're going to start charging. So this is an online program similar to using Google as a search engine. Only it returns detailed, informative, human-like responses instead of links to articles and websites. Now, if you haven't heard about this system, just hang on a minute while I present a few warnings about this or any other AI system. I also want to discuss how we can actually use these systems to help not harm our personal growth efforts. So bear with me. To drive home my point that personal improvement takes effort and it takes change, just listen to this. Once upon a time, there was a small village. And in this village lived a wise old owl. The owl had lived in the village for many years and had seen the village grow and change over time. One day, a young owl came to the village. He was excited to explore and learn all about the village. but the old owl warned him not to get too comfortable as the village was always changing and growing. The young owl ignored the old owl's warnings and spent his days lounging in the same tree, eating the same food and doing the same things he had always done. But as the days progressed, the village continued to grow and change. The young owl soon realized that he was missing out on all of the exciting new things happening in the village. He went back to the old owl and asked for advice on how to catch up. The old owl smiled and said, You must be like the wind, always moving and adapting to the changes around you. Only then will you truly be able to grow with the times. 
the moral of the story is that change is inevitable and it's important to keep adapting and growing with the change to get the most out of life. That young owl would have missed out if he had remained in the trees. He said he wanted to know what was going on around him and he knew it was important to do so, yet he decided to stay in the same tree, not trying anything new. So, like I continually say, technologies make our lives easier and save us a lot of time. So we cannot sleep on the changes in technology. It's also important to remember that if we're not careful, advanced technology can rob us of our human traits. One particular human trait will keep us mentally healthy. What I'm talking about is critical thinking. I spoke about critical thinking in my series on soft skills, so just make sure you refer back to that series so you can get more detail on it. But basically, to think critically means to think deeply. It means to apply mental muscle so you can learn new information and evaluate that information. Trust me, I'm aware that nowadays, applying mental muscle sounds like too much work, especially in the face of AI. The ability to use our brains is a God-given gift that keeps mankind functional. It's up to us to develop that gift to keep our bills paid for one thing, right? And that gift will help us in relationships and our professional lives and our personal lives. It's just very important to use our brains. I can't believe I'm even saying that, but then again, I can't because this is how fast technology is advancing. We do not want to use our brains anymore because it's not convenient. It's important for us to utilize the skills and the gifts that we have that AI does not have. They're continually developing these systems, but they will never match human traits. They may become smarter than us though, but intelligence, it's not just logic. For instance, according to Howard Gardner's theory of multiple intelligences, there are eight intelligences. Linguistic, meaning verbal skills, ability to use language well. Okay, now, yeah, I would say AI can compete with us in that area. The second multiple intelligence, according to Gardner, is musical intelligence, the ability to create and understand music singing, playing a musical instrument, composing a tune. Now AI can compete with composing a tune, but so far AI can't sing, okay? The third intelligence is logical, and this is where AI competes with us. That is, you know, logical skill of um, solving mathematical problems, right? Developing and testing hypotheses. So the one area of logic that I would say AI can't compete with is reasoning. Maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong on this, but AI so far cannot reason. It can mimic reasoning, but it can't actually reason. Again, not yet can AI do this, but machine learning is continually learning, so we'll see what happens in the future. I don't want you to sleep on it. Like I always tell you, don't sleep on advancing technology because it is advancing rapidly. 
The fourth intelligence is spatial. That is the ability to imagine and manipulate the arrangement of objects in an environment. Um, yes, I would say AI can compete with us in that area and do it better in some cases. So completing difficult jigsaw puzzles, right? The fifth one is bodily intelligence. That's our sense of balance, coordination, and use of our body. So that's dancing and gymnastics. Okay. Unless AI is going to start having its devices do backflips and cartwheels, it cannot compete with us when it comes to bodily intelligence. So then number six is interpersonal intelligence. That's the ability to discern nonverbal feelings and thoughts. So we can look at each other and we can read body language, right? And, you know, even though we can be wrong sometimes, we can get an idea of the body language and if we and if we happen to be wrong they will communicate that to us so no advanced technology can compete with that the seventh intelligence is intrapersonal number six was interpersonal intelligence number seven is intrapersonal intelligence and that is the sensitivity to one's own thoughts and feelings so that's us you know, being aware of how we think and how we feel. Um, right. AI cannot compete with that. I don't even need to go into detail about that. And the eighth intelligence, according to Howard Gardner, is naturalist intelligence. That's the sensitivity to subtle differences and patterns found in the natural environment. It is identifying examples of species or plants or animals, noticing relationships among species. So yes, humans can teach AI to do this and they can compete with us in that area. But no matter how advanced it is, it, you know, it cannot overtake all intelligences, okay? But we still have to develop the things that we can do that AI cannot do. Even things like I said in my series on soft skills, things like empathy, right? So far, AI can't show empathy. So develop those skills. I'm going to highly encourage you to go back to that series on soft skills. The development of critical thinking skills is more crucial now than ever. When you develop critical thinking skills, it's not a one-time thing. You have to continually do it, especially as AI continues to advance. We don't want to be the sleeping out. We want to be alert and we want to be aware. Actually, we can use AI to help us develop our critical thinking skills. We can combine the two. So the first thing you need to know is all forms of AI have limitations. The results can be incorrect. That sound system that you have in your home can give incorrect information or it could mishear what you stated to it, right? So these systems do have limitations. And ironically enough, we can use those very limitations to continue exercising our mental muscle. Here are a few ways that we can do this. Many of us rely on this AI-driven software to edit our work, to write for us or to even think for us, basically. But it takes critical thinking to evaluate the information that these systems produce. These systems are extremely convenient, but they're not perfect. Even editors within word processing programs can give us inaccurate results. 
we have to still apply whatever we currently know about the fundamentals of writing or about the topic that we're writing about to make sure that the edits are correct. Whether you are at work or at school, it is very dangerous to hand in your work after having an AI system help you without you first evaluating. You have to use your critical thinking skills to evaluate the work. And also, what happens when systems fail? We have no access to AI. We have no access to our word processing programs. Yes, that sounds impossible these days, but let's not be the sleeping owl. Stranger things have happened. Just get in the habit of practicing your critical thinking skills. Before I close, I'm gonna give you the system that I was talking about, which you may have already heard about, but for those who haven't, it's called ChatGPT. So in respect to today's message, I chose not to give too much detail about ChatGPT because I want you to apply mental effort and critical thinking to research it, then put the program to use to discover its capabilities. When you go to research ChatGPT, you're not gonna have a hard time finding it because it's being discussed on all forums. Like I said, it's similar to Google in that you can insert inquiries into the search engine and ChatGPT will give you thorough answers. So it will give you answers, not just links to websites like Google does. I used it to write the fable at the beginning of this message. It wrote that fable in five seconds. I simply asked ChatGPT to write me a fable about how important it is to flow with change. And that's what it gave me. Remember, you always have to evaluate whatever results it gives you. Don't just take it and run with it. Now, you can also ask it to do things as simple as giving you a recipe based on the items that you have in front of you. So the items that are in your refrigerator, you know, whatever recipe it gives you, of course, you won't have a problem going by that information. But if you're using it for education or any type of work product, you're going to have to not only check it for accurate information, you also will have to customize the information. You have to rewrite the information so that it's coming from you. Use this system only as a guide, not as something to replace your own thinking about the topic. As a matter of fact, here's a heads up for you academics. There are plagiarism checkers that actually look for essays or anything written by ChatGPT. It's customized to recognize ChatGPT information. So don't cheat. And that is all I have to say today. Keep learning, keep growing, and keep pursuing your dreams. Bye-bye. Additional resources that will help you live to your full potential can be found on my website at AchievingExcellenceToday.com or on Instagram at AchievingExcellenceToday. I also provide organizers and planners on Amazon.com to help you manage your personal life. Thanks for listening and take care.